TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See mobilecom Win on three. One, two, three. Let's go. Take a look back at today's game with Falcons Flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Happy tight ends day. This is Rob Turbo, Falcons Flyover, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is. It's officially... Tight end day in the uh, NFL, so I hope you got all your shopping done. Holy smokes. Somehow, through hook or crook, you got to win today. And unfortunately, the fact that they won today, it makes me even more angry about last week when they should have won, when Washington tried to give them the game over and over and over again. They're like, no, I'm good. I don't need a win tonight. It's okay. Man. And what is it about these games? It seems like, you know, division games are always going to have its own little sense of uh, drama, of course, a little sense of intensity. They're going to be a little bit more hard scrabble. But have you noticed, though, in this division, Falcon games against Carolina and Falcon games against the, the Buccaneers all seem to be the same type of game. For the most part, there's some outliers, of course. Grind them out sort of thing. They're um, exhausting to watch. You don't know how it's going to end until it's over. You just kind of, it's like a Batan death march. You got to grind through the game. Meanwhile, there seems to be always fireworks and really intense drama when the Falcons uh, play the Saints. But hey, 16 13, you get a win today. You get a win. You're over, you're, you're, oh, guess what? You're in first place in the NFC South. <laughs> you're four and three. And I got to tell you, let me, let me guess, let me guess. You are hyper focused on the three fumbles by Desmond Ritter today, aren't you? You're hyper-focused on them. You're thinking about in the three interceptions last week. He just can't take care of the ball. He's not the guy. Bring in Taylor Heineke. Is that what you're thinking? It's okay to think that. You may ultimately be right. He may play his way out of the starting role, but here's one thing I'm going to hang my hat on as far as this goes. This is a very, very strong-willed, strong-minded young man Desmond Ritter is. He is. Look what happens. Fumbles three times today. All right, let's start off with uh, last week. Throws three interceptions. What does he do? He comes in today, that first drive for a touchdown. That was such a calm, competent, really executed first drive for the touchdown. Clearly, no baggage from the interceptions last week. And then you start playing the game, things are going to happen. Yes, you need to take care of the ball better. Yes, when you're carrying the ball near the sideline, tuck it on the side that's closest to the sideline. Tuck it under your other armpit. 
That's why you fumbled. But what did he do today? Here's why he's strong-willed, and you can't undersell this. You have to recognize this as a fact. Fumbles the ball three times today. One devastating in the end zone. What does he do? He comes out, leads you on a game-winning drive where you can kick the field goal and win it. You cannot, under, you cannot undersell that. I know he may, may not ultimately be the guy to run this franchise as their quarterback. I understand that. But when things like that happen, and when you do see growth and competence and a football acumen in smaller situations, because you have to master those small situations too because they will define the big picture. And he's starting to do a lot of the little things pretty well. There's an awareness that's finally uh, come into being with him, and that, that type of uh, on-field awareness, it only happens when you play. You can't sit there on the sideline as a backup and, you know, absorb it by osmosis. You can't do it. you got to play. you got to make mistakes. And Arthur Smith said this, and this is why I think he, uh, he's really banking on this kid. And you, you don't have to right now. That's fine. Matt Ryan said, we're going to know in December what he is probably, but not right yet. You can't do that yet. We don't know what a ceiling is. But I like what Arthur Smith said several weeks ago. I wasn't worried about the turnovers. I wanted to see how he responded. And it seems like he is adapting that mindset of a, of a baseball closer. You have a bad outing, you got to put it behind you because you might be on the mound the next night trying to win a game. You have to have that, that amnesia that closers, closers have. And I think Desmond Ritter has that. And that's an important intangible to have as a young quarterback. Because think about this. What happens to about 55% of even first-round quarterbacks? They end up being bust. You know why? Because they lack that intangible that our quarterback does have. That's usually what sinks those guys. Because the first-round picks, they're all physically gifted. All of them are. You see it. But what defines them and separates the great ones from those guys that end up being bust is that strong-willedness, that, that, that amnesia that you have to have. And a uh, gratifying win today. And uh, you can say what you will about all the penalties on the uh, secondary. Our secondary day, they are so, I mean, the size difference between a Mike Evans and an A.J. Terrell, that's why they're so handy on the back end of the end zone, of, of the uh, defense. They're very physical. They try to see what they can get away with, too, because they have to do that to neutralize a being that is much superior in stature and weight and all the things. So they have to do that. So that's okay. I saw some beautiful things on defense today, though. A certain sequence on a third down, you get a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield. He does get the ball off, and then you have a, a defensive back come in and knock the ball down. Just brilliant defense on both ends, just, just perfect. This defense is really good, people. This is, a, this is a defense that can win some playoff games for you. And I'm telling you what's going to benefit them in the long run. And if you're a Falcons defensive player, certain you're, you're frustrated with, with kind of being uh, put in very compromising, difficult situations. But what, do you, what have you done time and time again for the most part? You make them settle for a field goal. You're not giving up touchdowns as much. Yes, you have the big play to Mike Evans. That's going to happen. Mike Evans is a great player, by the way. But what's happening now with this defense, look at the characters being built on this defense filled with veterans. They're just clamping down and doing their jobs extremely well. Are they perfect? No. Are they dominant? No. Very good, though. This is a defense that's good enough to win playoff games. You know it is. And the fact that they are put in these situations, all that does is make them tougher and more resilient. And they don't panic. They find a way to make a play and get off the field or force them into a field goal. So they're doing that. But, man. What an exhausting game to watch today. Those games against the Buccaneers and Carolina, they are so exhausting to watch. 
There's such a, it's such a plotting, you have to scratch and claw to beat them. It's, uh, it's very difficult. But I give Desmond Ritter a lot of credit. Very impressed with what he did today. And I know you probably dis- disagree with me, and I, I want to hear from you, 404-726-0929. The fumble issues, you can solve that. You can learn how to take care of the ball. And the best thing to do, you go back and look at the film. What did I do? Was I carrying it wrong? What was I doing? Did I not anticipate that person being there? He's learning awareness. You're talking about the most difficult position in all of professional sports, playing a quarterback in the NFL. And also, you're a very young dude. So imagine having that responsibility when you're in your early 20s. And most of you who called Desmond Ritter trash, this, that, and the other, you were all knuckleheads when you were in your early 20s. What were you running? You were running late for work is what you were doing. But, man, nice victory today. We're going to come back to the top of the hour. What's going on with B. John Robinson? And I, I have, a, I have a, a very, very – I'm very thankful for the resources I have. I mean, I, I'm, I'm texting Mike Johnson, who, of course, played for the Falcons, played at Alabama. I'm texting him throughout the game, really getting some uh, good insight on it, you know, since he's been there and done that before. And uh, I've got some opinions about what was up with B. John Robinson today. We'll get in. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois that next. Falcons fly over and take your calls, by the way. This is Sports Radio 1990 Game. And the final snap of the game, and the ball game is over. Talking about today's game here. On the Falcons flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Two tights to the left, single receivers. Here's Ritter going to the left. Desmond rolling to the end zone, dives for the score. His third rushing score of the season is a two-yard run, and Atlanta's on the board with 6.48 to go in this first period on the Desmond Ritter two-yard score. 16-13 the final. Man, it was uh, torturous watching this game today, though, right? They're, these games are so exhausting to watch. Bijan Robinson, where was he today? I think they're maintaining he kind of had a headache or he was sick or something like that. And then Mike Johnson brought up a good point. Then why are you giving the ball 
in a key possession in the game if he's been sick all day. I think he's in the doghouse. Something was up. Initially, I thought in the first half, and here's how I was kind of trying to figure everything out. Arthur Smith has a lot of skill position players. They have drafted skill position player after skill position player. You have to utilize them. You have to utilize everybody. And you have a scheme. Arthur, Arthur Smith's scheme is predicated on almost overwhelming the opposing defensive coordinator's prep time for the game with all these different uh, possible options with uh, numerous running backs, receivers, et cetera, tight ends even. And I was thinking, okay, they're just trying to establish Tyler Algier in the first half today. I bet we'll see Bijan in the second half. Then we didn't see Bijan. And another thing, uh, Mike Johnson kind of brought up this notion. Something Bijan Robinson is going to learn as he, uh, as he grows as a pro because automatically we see the electric talent, the innate raw talent. But what does Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson do? And Mike Johnson brought up this point. It's a brilliant point. They are very good at being patient runners. They will stop and they'll do a stutter step or they'll do a little quick change direction. Bijan Robinson just attacks the first crease he sees. And he probably cost himself a, a lot of yards. I'm not saying that's why he was on the bench today. Was he out all night partying? I don't know. I think he's in the doghouse, just a gentle reprimand because he was not on the injury list, nothing like that. I think uh, just a slight reprimand. It's like a dad reprimanding his uh, teenage kids. Like, nope, can't do that. You stayed out too late. Sorry. You're grounded. You're not really going to play today. You're not going to have a big impact on the game like you uh, normally would. And guess what? I think the lesson was probably effective, too, because guess what happened? Falcons won the game without him. A lot to be said for that. And that probably also... I'm not saying he's suffering from any raging issue, ego issues. I, he, he seems like a perfectly reasonable, grounded kid to me. But sometimes you uh, have some early success, you, you tend to over-exaggerate your impact on things. And it was nice to have just a, just a little dose of humility maybe. You say, nope, you have to redirect. You always have to work hard. It's funny how Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver in NFL history. He also worked the hardest. You know what he was doing after the anytime the 49ers won the Super Bowl? That next day he's running up that three-mile hill. And a lot of guys have to have that ethic. And uh, maybe that's what it was, just a slight little come-to-Jesus moment for Bijan. I have no knowledge on it. I'm just in the, in the opinion business, so I'm giving you my opinion. And now I want to hear your opinions at 404-726-0929. Let's go out to John. Hello, John. Man, I tell you, you're absolutely right that these divisional games between Carolina and Tampa Bay are uh, uh, wear all the paint off of you. Man, I'm telling you, um, it's so exhausting. Yeah, and partially it's because we insist on beating ourselves. This was about to be a mirror image of what took place last week where we went out and just flogged ourselves with a whip <laughs> all game long. John, they tried to give you the game. game. They kept trying to give it to you, and you're like, nah, I'm good. I don't want the win today. That's all right. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, for those people, you know, Desmond Ritter. Now, there are people that uh, don't like Desmond Ritter, ready for Desmond Ritter to go, all this type of stuff. And I pointed out to your afternoon crew that you had a quarterback coach in here trying to coach this man that had never coached quarterbacks before. And that was the most ludicrous thing that I've ever heard of when you drafting a project quarterback in the third round in order to make him into your starter. You need that. You needed to have had the very best people there training him. But guess who you had? You had Charles London, a running back, a running back coach, hadn't played the game. Terrence Masters said something about it. Yeah, I said something about it. But no, 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 no. That, it, 
What what was that, Ron? I, I said, yeah, I'm I'm just listening to you, John. Yeah. Oh, but but I, I'm just saying, you know, you are on the roller coaster because see now I see that they've taken Dave Ragone's quarterback coach title and he's just the offensive coordinator. So who is training Ritter? Because Ritter still has a, that habit that Matt Ryan had as a eight year veteran until. Kyle Shanahan got here about staring at receivers. This man is staring at receivers every time he throws the ball. But that one game, that one game he had where he was getting rid of the ball quickly, man, it looked it looked beautiful. All right, John, I appreciate so you, man. Red- we got to get some other people. I appreciate you, man. This is Falcons Fly over Sports Radio 1990 game. Falcons scratch and claw their way to a 16-13 victory today. It was 16-13, wasn't it? No, it was 19. Why am I blanking on the score? And I just watched the damn game. <laughs> well, they went by a freaking field goal. <laughs> I just had a, a mini brain aneurysm on the air. That's kind of funny. All right, let's go out to uh, Dwight. Hello, Dwight. What's on your mind? Welcome. Hey, what's going on, man? I just want to talk about the game a little bit today. I just feel like Ritter just might not be the guy. Do we need to put Taylor Heineke in, in the red zone or what? I, I, I'm just trying to figure that out. I mean, he – Turned the ball over three times last week. Turned the ball over three times this week. I'm just, I'm just almost just tired of it, man. Like you said, it's an exhausting thing to watch. And I just wish we could just play a little bit more mistake-free football when in the red zone, man. You got to protect that ball. Like I say, I, I really didn't think we was gonna pull the game off today. We won, but it's just, it just, it don't feel like it almost because. You know, we just gave them so many chances to stay in the game. I appreciate you, so, man. You know what, Dwight? You know what? I appreciate it, Dwight. Thanks. That just that sums up right there the trauma bond we have with this team. It's a trauma bond is what it is. Even when they win, we're still looking for something to point out that's catastrophic or could potentially be catastrophic. That's the trauma bond. We can't even be happy with a win. I get it. I get it. It's it's. It's very tough rooting for this uh, franchise, but it's uh, it certainly it certainly isn't boring. That's for damn sure. All right, let's go out to uh, who was it? KC. We got go to KC. Hello, KC. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, hey. Uh, at twenty-four on defense, he's not uh, what we think he is because he has a penalty basically every game. But I'm tired of the Ritter haters. Uh, and those three uh, turnovers today, one of them I give to the coach because they should have been there trying to run the ball and kick the ball. And the one where they knocked the ball out of his hand, okay, I give you that one. But the other one where you at the goal line, we need a center. We need a center. That center sucks. He's gonna get rid of kill. He hiked the ball in the ground. Ritter was trying to grab the ball. He did not hike it in his hand. Everybody said, he hiked his hand. No, he didn't. Look at the replay. <laughs> All right, man, I appreciate it. He hiked it in the ground. How pissed off was everybody when they saw that play? I had to get up and just walk out. I just uh, yelled some expl- expletive and just got up and walked out. It's a, it's a, yeah, but I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, you got to give this young kid a lot of credit for being as uh, mentally tough as he is. Don't underestimate that. That is one of the most important aspects of the personality of a quarterback. If he can be mentally tough, have that baseball closers mentality where you have amnesia. Okay. I threw three interceptions. I don't care. I get, get on with my life. He did that Threw three interceptions last week comes out today. That first drive of the game. Beautiful. Beautiful, competent, very smooth, clean drive. No baggage from the interceptions. Fumbles three times today. Still has the uh, 
testicular fortitude to uh, lead them on a game-winning drive kick a field goal. Don't underestimate that. Because those, those three fumbles are pretty devastating, certainly. But you got to give him credit for that. Let's go out to uh, Allison. Oh, Allison, I was looking forward to hearing from you. What's hey. on your mind today, my dear? Uh, I'm looking through. I'm looking through a medical supply catalog for an AED to keep in my house. Because uh, if I have to go through another one of these, man, I'm gonna have to resuscitate myself. But let's. I want to focus on the positive. I, what I did notice, and I looked at the box score. We stayed out of a lot of third and longs. You know, we we yeah. said, you know third down was manageable. I think we had like one that was like a third and twelve or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, we were at least we at least had some third some third down manageable you know, uh, to get to the first down. Um, but, but, and, and I will, and I will, the, the, the last drive, I was like, do I really want to watch this? I watched it because like you said, it's trauma bonding, you know, this is what we do. So I'm going to do that. But I, but I tell you what, um, the whole Bichon thing is scary, but I'll look at it from this perspective. There may be packages that he's putting in for Bichon next week against his old team, the Tennessee Titans, that he didn't want to show Mike Vrabel this week. Maybe. So I, I may look at it that way. I think somehow we have to kind of look at it from that perspective because yeah. that is a guy whose staff he was on. And I'm sure Mike Vrabel, just like he knows Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel knows him. Right. So I just say we just, you know, take the win. Everybody get on the plane, come on to the house, <laughs> and let's get ready for Tennessee next week. Amen, Allison. I appreciate you. But do you, uh, do you keep him out of a division game, which is very, a division road game, which is very important, especially in the tiebreaker, and just for the division itself? No, I, I think – I think he did something to get put in the doghouse. I don't know what it is. Garrett, have you heard anything? There's really nothing out there. I just I, All I've seen is that he has a headache yeah. or something like that. He went through pregame warm-ups, and then he told Coach Smith, and he said, well, we're not going to risk it. But then he played in the fourth quarter, and yeah, that part didn't make sense to me. But what could make sense, what if, he, what if he suffers from migraines? I'm not aware of that. And a migraine can be a very debilitating thing. And guess can what be. happens to a migraine? They do go away. Yeah, he said he he was feeling weak after the game or before the game or yeah. something like that. Uh, and maybe. it's like at the be- at the end of the day, it's like that's not worth it. And is that a red flag just in general? To, uh, the things to keep an eye on moving forward. I, I think if um I think if uh, if he was legitimately not feeling well, then he start, started feeling better, and they give him a give him a carry. I I don't know. I still think probably just a, a nudging, a gentle t- correction, slight discipline thing. I don't think he's like this toxic cancer in the locker room thing, but you know, I mean, you got to remember these these dudes are babies. They're young. They're young men, very very young men. You know, they're not very mature yet, and they will be. And this will probably help him on his road to maturity. And another thing, I think it's a good thing if he if he was being disciplined today. Guess what? His teammates showed we can win without you, dude. You need to be with us, ride or die. Be with us. Pure and simple. All right, we're gonna take uh, one more call before we uh, go to break at uh, four zero four. Seven two six zero nine two nine. Who we got next? Uh, Reed. Let's go out to Reed. Hello, Reed. What's on your mind? Welcome. Hey, the score was sixteen to thirteen. By the way. Yeah, I just saw that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just watched the damn game well, I, too. I, oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm going to stay with Allison and try to stay on the positives here. But yeah. I, before I get to Ritter, I am going to say that I was love. I love seeing Cordell Patterson out there today. Me too. I love the way. He runs and the way he accelerates at the point of contact, something that every football player is taught from middle school on. Right. Uh, but it was great to see him back out there today. I enjoyed that. Um, but Ritter, you know, I jumped up and down when he threw the ball out back of the end zone, happy because I was like, okay, okay, now you're getting it. Right. You know, live to fight another day. You know, I just mentioned that. But then, if you notice, there's little things he's doing right. You have to know those as well. This kid's growing. It's a tough position yeah. to learn. 
especially with everybody watching yeah, you but, as you learn it. But then he turns around and, you know, I mean, you're taught this in middle school. You brought it up a minute ago. When you're running down the field, you put the ball in the, in the outside arm and you hold it tight to your chest. You don't run with the ball on the inside. I don't blame him for the first two fumbles. Yep. The third one was all on him. That's on him, yeah. That's, he's, um... seven, he's seven games into his first real season as an NFL quarterback. He went four years of college. Did he not learn this basic principle of I, running the football? I bet we won't see that one again, though. Next? Is he going to scramble around <laughs> and gain 10 yards and have the ball out like Deion Sanders, showing it to everybody in one hand and then drop it? Well, I mean, I, I pre- we're up Calm against a break, man. I appreciate you. Gonna... Yeah, I appreciate you. Well, I think that's a mistake he won't make again. I mean, it happens. It happens. And guess what? I'll say it again. My big takeaway from today is the fact you have a mentally tough, sound-minded quarterback who, in spite of everything that went wrong today, he was still composed enough to lead you on a game-winning drive, and you get a very, very valuable victory on the road against a divisional opponent. This is Sports Radio 1990 Game. It's not to, but okay. Two of the fumbles, I, I agree with the caller. You yeah. know, it, it was definitely the center fault. Second one was, you know, you can't get mad too mad. He tried to get the ball out, but it was a fumble. Now, this last fumble, I, it's just absolutely ridiculous. This is football one on one. If you pay pee wee football, you are an NFL player. If I came to my job and didn't perform, I get fired. This is ridiculous, man. Tuck the ball in and just get in the end zone, but. Play calling was better today. Um, defense always plays their ass off. Excuse me for cussing. But it, they, they, they definitely get us to win. And that's all I got to say, man. But we got to do better on this offense. I understand. I appreciate it. Hey, it's nice to uh, it's nice to get a win, though, in spite of the – I know it's, it's so funny being a Falcon fan. We're still a little bit angry even though they won the game. We still feel a certain way about certain things. It's, well, it's because we should have scored <laughs> 17 more points. Yeah, and yeah. I, I guess You left some points on the field, brother. You left something on the field. And, and whenever you do stuff like that, it's just a little bit frustrating. Yep. And I I mean, this team should have been better. But you know what? They flashed some high-level ability. That you know, first, and they've that done first, that. That first draft drive today was beautiful. That was a so thing clean, of beauty. clean, efficient, smooth. It was, uh, it was beautiful. Yeah, and if it's like the only real play that you had was the the one long pass to to Mike Evans. Yeah. Outside of that, the defense played damn near mistake free football. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I, I know you, Baker Mayfield's in the league for a reason. He can beat you if you mess around, and he's actually pretty shifty in the pocket too, tough to sack. But you were pressuring him all day today. I'll never understand the uh, Baker Mayfield hate though. I kind of like Baker Mayfield. I love those commercials where he's living in the stadium when he's up there in Cleveland. <laughs> He was very funny in those commercials. He's, he's a funny guy. He, but he's, he's the type. Of, he is the he's type got a of punchable. player. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a bit of a punchable face, but you know he's the kind of player. I think the perfect description of him is if things are great, he's awesome. Yeah, and he's so fun. All, everyone loves him. He's a great guy, and he and he's he's fun to be around. He doesn't strike me as the kind of person who can flip it around if things are going poorly. Our quarterback can. Are you kidding me? He showed me that today. But what's so funny is uh, Baker Mayfield looks like a friend of mine who's also named Baker. His last name's Baker. Baker looks like Baker to me, and it's really kind of funny. But I like Baker Mayfield. I, I think he's, uh, he's funny. I love the commercials. and I, He's not a terrible football player. He's in the league for a reason. He's not a, certainly not a generational starter, maybe not necessarily a franchise quarterback, but he's, go, he's always going to have a gig in the league. I'll tell you that. All right, we're going to go back out to the phones on the uh, Falcon Flyover Sports Radio 929 The Game. Uh, let's see who we got. 
We have Rex. Is it Rex or Rex? It is Rex. Hello, Rex. So I'm going to just touch on the little positives. So I think uh, on the, you know, Desmond has been playing pretty competently in the last few games. Last three games, he's, what, thrown for 850 yards. Yeah. Uh, you know, three interceptions, two fumbles. You know, I think – no, three fumbles, I'm sorry. I think you need to – work on the ball security. Two of those fumbles, I'm not going to say were really his fault. One of them was, you know, blown up coverage. Uh, the other one was just a bad center snap. Uh, and, you know, he paid yeah, the yeah. price for it. He, he, uh, but, you know, the three interceptions, he worked on that. He got it down the field. He actually, you know, made decisive tight passes that, you know, just actually, you know, helped us at turn tight in the game. And, you know, I think if he can work on the ball security, you know, if that means to spend the next 30 minutes with Dave Ragone, like, you know, going through like a fumble gauntlet or something. All right. I appreciate uh, you, man. We got to let you go. We got to get to get to the other callers. Another thing, uh, callers, do me a favor. Get on with it. No him and hawing. Don't tell us what we already know. Get to your point and let's make it. Let's make for a clean show. I'm doing it for you and the children as well. Let's go out to Russell. Hello, Russell. Hey, this is Russell from Noonan. Um, I'm 76 years old. I've been a Falcon fan ever since they came to Atlanta. Yep. But I'm going to tell you, this team is about to make me have to increase my blood pressure medication. <laughs> when, they, when they get down in the in the red zone, Yep. it's a heart attack time. You never know what's going to happen. I, it was a great win today, and that defense is playing strong. They are. I'm real man. happy with the defense. All right, we appreciate your call, man, and increase that blood pressure med. Hey, at least it – at least it makes you feel alive watching the Falcons. The trauma bond makes you feel alive. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, is it Will that's next. Hello, Will. Yes, sir. What's up, Rob? Talk to me, brother. Hey, man, just want to make a couple of quick points. Uh, this uh, We got to watch out that we don't have teams coming up at us like they did in 2015 when we got out to that 5-0 and start. Yeah. And the Saints exploited us, and then everybody – Went from there on, like, getting takeaways the whole doggone year. We didn't even make the playoffs. So, uh, we just got to be careful. And really, the whole team need to really work on this ball security because you know how this copycat stuff is in the NFL. I'm going to hang up and listen. I appreciate it. You know what's the most important? We talked about this uh, when I filled in for uh, Tiffany Blackman on the morning shift on Friday. Me, Mike, and Squid agreed. You get two takeaways today, you might get this victory. And they had two, uh, they, they had two takeaways today. Hadn't had a... I don't think the Falcons have uh, gotten a turnover since the uh, Nixon White House, it seemed like. The first couple of weeks, they were feeding on them. Last few, they haven't been around. You get two today, though. Helps you get a victory. All right, let's go out to Greg. Hello, Greg. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You know, I just want to offer some positive perspective. You know, I think that Tampa Bay team is really good. You know, you got guys who are still on there from from when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm sure they consider themselves to be playoff caliber. And for the Falcons to get a, a road victory against Huge. them is something that something that, that that should not be taken lightly. And then also you want to look at Desmond Ritter where he's at. I mean, he's coming from, you know, playing in the AAC, which isn't the highest level of competition. So he's right. still kind of getting himself adjusted to playing in the NFL. Yeah, clearly there's some things he has to clean up. But I think, like you were saying earlier, the, the guy's definitely a gamer, and he has all the intangibles that you want. And I think you know if you give him a little bit more time. He can prove that he can get get the job done for us. All right, appreciate you, man. 404-726-0929, Falcons flyover, designed 
for uh, listener input. Phone lines are uh, getting jammed up pretty good. Who's who's next? Is it Deacon? All right, go ahead, Deacon. What's up? Yes, 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 yes. You know, you're spot on because I have one word for the day, and that's poise. I was worried about Desmond Ritter. I was. I said, you know, I'm tired of hearing about intangibles. I want to hear about arm strength and elusiveness. And how Tangibles are vital. Is. They're vital, Deacon. Intangibles yes. mean everything. Now, I don't want him to go out and throw three interceptions every week. Yeah, sure. But I do want him to be able to get over that. And oh. clearly, oh. after three fumbles, three interceptions last week, he, he keeps bringing it. And don't – you made a great point. He brought us back. He hit Kyle Pitts, and we were able to win the game. Period. Shows a so lot, man. We got to stick with him. Let him, let him, let him, let him cook. All right, appreciate it. Remember, Matt Ryan said, "You'll know in about December what's up with him, what he's going to be." No, he took another step forward today in the most excruciating way possible. But it's it's terrible to watch someone go through their growing pains, and they're still they still have a winning record with a quarterback going through growing pains. Still have a winning record in spite of that, because you also have a defense that's playing. Very good. You have a playoff caliber defense with the Atlanta Falcons, if you ask me. Schematically, talent-wise, Terry Fontenot populated that side of the uh, ball with a lot of good veterans on team-friendly deals. And you see what happens. Bud Dupree's playing his butt off lately. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are really starting to show up on that defense, different people every week. You're getting pressure on the quarterback. And today they played pretty well on both ends. And that's a tough that's a tough ask to uh, cover a, a Mike Evans. You know, my guy's, what, 6'5", 230, some 220, something like that. And A.J. Terrell's, what, 5'11", 6 feet maybe? That's why he had to paw him. Paw him and just kind of uh, get really physical with Mike Evans. That's to kind of uh, neutralize the uh, size advantage. And you see what you can get away with as well. All right, let's see who else we got. Let's go to uh, Dan. Hello, Dan. Welcome. Hey there. Okay, I know I'll go without a huddle because you don't have time. The last two weeks, the Falcons should have had easy victories. The turnovers. Oh, yeah. The, the, okay, today, two fumbles inside the one-yard line. <laughs> Who ever does that? Did Joe Montana ever do that? Nobody ever does that. Our defense is playing great, and this guy keeps putting them in danger of losing the game. Thank God we got the best kicker in the game. All right. I, I mean, but, I see your point. I appreciate we get on the other calls, but you got You got. You also got to give Desmond Ritter credit. Who got him in a position? Who helped get them in the position where you could kick a game-winning field goal from a, a manageable distance? Desmond Ritter did. That's the most important takeaway for today. And I, I, it's so funny when you talk to people about sports. For some reason, their entire identity is based on what their opinion is about somebody. If they think Desmond Ritter is trash, you will never be able to talk him out of that. No matter how much evidence, you will never, they will never concede that point. It's the weirdest thing. That was that is the lifeblood of so many people in the city when it came to Matt Ryan. Yep. And when I worked in promotions, so I worked in promotions, I would go out and do all the stuff for 929. And everyone always wanted to come up and talk to me about how much they hated Matt Ryan. <laughs> and what, what did he ever do to anybody? I'm sitting, I'm not like, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm just in promotions, and people were like, I can't stand that Matt Ryan. I'm like, what? <laughs> I said he won an MVP. He, he, he took us to a Super Bowl. He's like, he blew the Super Bowl. Like, 
He didn't blow like, the what? Super Bowl. He didn't <laughs> blow it. But the thing is, and, and we're like we're out there for like a watch party or something, and Matt Ryan's in the process of throwing for 350 yards and three touchdowns, and, <laughs> and then he and then he has a, an interception that bounced off of someone's shoulder pads, and they're like, "See, see, I told you, it was see? trash." And then they, and the defense gives bias. up 45 points, and it's like, "Yeah, you can't get it done." <laughs> Come on, there's it, it was the weirdest thing, and it was so consistent. It was so consistent. How could such a distinguished? Great player like Matt Ryan just be so hated by so many people. It's just, it's beyond me. He wasn't perfect. I know that, but good Lord. A lot of people would love to have him in his prime now, wouldn't they? Going to come back here from Arthur Smith and our quarterback and young Wei Koo as well, who kicked the game winning 51 yard field goal. 16 13 the final. Falcons now 4 3. We're doing a complete breakdown of today's game with Falcons Flyover with Rob Dribble, presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, you get the victory today. It, it was difficult. Man, you had to witness more of Desmond Ritter's agonizing growing pains. They're agonizing for him, too, but what did he do in spite of those uh, horrible mistakes? Leads you on a game-winning drive. 16-13 the final. Falcons over the Buccaneers to move to 4-3. and three. After the game today, our David Archer caught up with head coach Arthur Smith. Art, your, your team's resilient now. I know this was a game that probably would have been a little bit easier. A couple of bounces gone your way. They didn't, but your guys continue to play. Yeah, I mean, obviously we got <clears throat> got to hold on to football. I uh, certainly like to make it hard on ourselves. we got to get that cleaned up. But one thing you got to take away from these guys, they believe – and we never think we're out of it, no matter what's going on. And they delivered down the stretch. And, and Koo continue, continues to deliver in clutch moments. You got the disappointing play where, I mean, Baker makes an individual play, gets out of the pocket, sure. runs 31 yards, puts themselves in somewhat of a field goal situation. They're going to have to move it a little bit more, but probably in field goal range there. What was your thought process at that point as you began to maybe try to conserve some time? I know you burned the timeout late. Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to, you know, you're playing for a field goal. But once they get inside, they can't get another first down. You got to stop the clock. Regardless of what happens, you want to give yourself a chance. So it's a fine line. I mean, because, again, it's only a three-point game. So you don't want to give – again, put pressure on them the worst. they got to make a field goal go into overtime. But once the situation changes, they get low in the red zone. And that's – you know, we the ball stopped twice, so we had to save the timeouts. Tell me about the defensive stand down there now. You played some zone coverage, some matchup scenarios, and took those throws away. Anyamata gets a sack on third down. But what a what a brilliant stand down, down there deep. Yeah, it's the same thing. We just – we understand these games are going to be close, and you embrace that pressure, and we feel like our guys are at their best in those moments. Same thing offensively. All right, so they, we don't get the uh, catch. It's, it's incomplete. Come back down. He Great poise in the pocket. Been saving that play situationally, and Kyle rips out of it and gets us into field goal range. Yeah, big-time throw by Ritter to get uh, to get Kyle the ball in the bench route. Tell me about Bijan Robinson was not available to you. I think yeah, he was under the he wasn't, feel, he wasn't feeling great this morning, a couple things, and so kind of conserved him. And then, you know, he got the carry late, but we weren't going to try to overdo it, and CP was feeling good. Yeah, pretty good job of those two backs to fill in or, or really be a part, a major part of your offense. Tell me about moving forward now. Momentum, is anything, does that matter at all as you get ready for next week? Every week is important, Arch, as you know. I mean, the Titans are coming off a bye. Uh, they'll have had two weeks. Um, but every week is important in the NFL. I mean, it, it, it's, we got to lock in. we got things to improve. And go, go back on the road and find a way to get a win in Nashville. Great win, man. Thank you. Thanks, Arch. All right. Heading to Nashville next week, or Nashville is what you should say.
And let's go back out to the uh, phone lines, 404-726-0929. This is the Falcons Flyover with uh, Rob Triple. Let's go out to Linda. Hello, Linda. Hey, Trump. How are you doing, Darren? I'm good. Just had to get out of a bubble bath after that stressful uh, game. <laughs> well, okay. But you know, <laughs> you know what I realized? Did you, have can- is- did you have candles and flower petals in there, too? I sure did. There's what kind of music you were playing, DNA. Linda? Were you playing some uh, uh, smooth jazz in there, too? Uh, no, actually, I was listening to, um, you know, the, the after game playoff. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were so listening, listening to us to while in the tub. That, that is I, so <laughs> sexy, Linda. <laughs> Rob, but, but what I realized here, he's like a toddler and he's trying to walk. We yeah. as parents have to watch him because we're not going to um, discourage him because he's trying to walk. So let him walk and let him run and come on, Dad. Um, I wasn't a believer, but I'm becoming one now. All right, Linda, I appreciate you, and thanks for uh, being in the bathtub listening to us, too. That's a, that's a new wrinkle. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, let's, 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 uh, let's go back to uh, David Archer, who I caught up, caught up with our, our under-siege quarterback, even though he led us to a game-winning victory in spite of all the mistakes, but it'll never be enough for you people. You're like a bottomless pit of need. It'll never be enough. Let's hear from uh, Arch and uh, Desmond Ritter. Boy, Des, this was a tough one, man. You guys made it tough on yourselves a little bit down the stretch. Tell me about the move in the football. You guys moved it with some consistency. Yeah, we was able to move it, get downfield. Um, you know, like we've talked about through this entire season is, uh, you know, we struggled early on moving it and then, you know, moving it and getting points. Um, we did a great job of that today, of moving the ball and getting points. Obviously, uh, one thing we got to clean up is, you know, from, from my standpoint and especially is, you know, take care of the ball. All right ripped the ball down the field a number of times. It started early on in the game. Your throw to Cordero Hodge to start the game. Tell me about the way you guys started. Yeah, you know, we started, you know, not necessarily wasn't the wasn't the design of the play. Um, I just felt it come open and, you know, just gave it a, a good ball and he was open. Um, but, yeah, you know, like we said, we just want to start every game positive moving forward, um, and we did that. Having played the position, I got a little feel for it. You look like you get more and more comfortable going through things, finding things, say in second, third, third options and throwing the ball. Yeah, you know, one thing for us this week was we knew it was a huge pressure team. Uh, they did some of that, and then they also backed off some, so which allowed our, our O-line to just, you know, give me enough time up front, which they did a heck of a job of all day. Um, it just let me go through my reach. Did things change at all for you mentally, knowing that Bijan wasn't going to play? Oh, no. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. It's the next man up mentality. Um, you know, we got to go, be able to go with whoever's out there on the field and ready to go. Art does a good job of burning the time out off the Onyemata sack there with about 45 seconds left. Tell me about your mindset as you rip that bench route to, to Kyle to get you in field goal range. Yeah, just go down the field, obviously, again, field goal range. Um, you know, never try to force anything. Uh, if it wasn't going to be there, just throw it out of bounds. We'll live to see another play. Um, but like we said, at the end of the day, you know, we have the best kicker in the league. Um, just get him in a range and he'll be able to go. Thanks for your time, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. See, there you go. Doesn't have the yips after making mistakes. Makes that throw to Pitts, and Pitts carries it into a field goal range. A lot to be said for that, too. Not suffering from any PTSD from the, uh, the turnovers that's been plaguing him and this team the last couple of weeks. Let's go out to Kashmir. Kashmir, welcome. You're on Falcons Flyover. What's going on, man? I'm from, actually from Pennsylvania, but I'm a huge Falcons fan. I just want to say I love the defense. I mean, finally, for the first time in, what, maybe 12 years, we actually have a good defense. Right. Um, Hopefully the off, offense can improve. It looks like Ritter is slowly improving every week. He actually had a co- couple good drives. But just real quick, just got to protect the ball, man. You got to protect the football. You can't be turning the ball over. That'll hurt That'll hurt us. All uh, right. That'll hurt, hurt us going forward because they have a chance to win the division this year. Thanks. I appreciate it. 
What was that movie? Was it the uh, program where uh, what was the wide receivers? This old old college football movie with James Conn as the head coach, and uh, they had this uh, gifted freshman running back, and he was fumble prone. So so what he had to do? He had to carry a football twenty four seven to class and to everywhere he went, and occasionally a, a random teammate would come up and try to knock the ball out of his uh, out of his arms. Maybe Desmond Ritter just has to carry a football everywhere he goes this week, I suppose. <laughs> Falcons now 4-3, and three, getting ready to head up to Tennessee to take on the Titans next week, who are coming off a bye week. Let's see what uh, Kareem has to say. Hello, Kareem. Hey, Rob, what's up, my brother? What's up, brother? Hey, real real quick, three quick points. First, big shouts out to the defense, man. Really, defense big time. still wins championships and ball games. Second, Coach Art Smith, I've been known to be critical of, of him and his play calling. I appreciate him taking the three when he needed to take the three to go up 13-10. And right. third point, Rob, let's stop beating on Ritter, man. He, he He's a young quarterback. Let the kid play, there man. There aren't but a few dudes in this league that play quarterback position. Let's clean up some of the turnovers, right? right? That was a bad one going in the end zone when Whitfield uh, swatted it out of his hand. Right. But other than that, man, Ritter, let's just ride. We got to ride with him, the cardiac kid, man. Lifelong <laughs> Falcon fan. Go Falcon. Appreciate you, brother. Let's go out to Darren. Hello, Darren. We got Darren. Do we have Darren? Do we have the call? Is the caller there? Yeah, can you hear me? There we go. Darren, do you ever take a bath and listen to the radio station like Linda does? I definitely <laughs> do not. I definitely do not. What's on your mind, brother? <laughs> All right. So um, I applaud Ritter. I think Ritter is doing an amazing job. I understand nobody really likes him for some odd reason. It's irrational. I feel like he's making plays uh, in the fourth quarter. He's on fire. He's making beautiful throws against a good defense. Yeah. Um, and I, I got to give a shout-out to Kyle Pitts, CP, as well as Tyler Algier. Um, they they handle business. Offensive line handle business as well. Uh, they played better in the past game this week. It's just a phenomenal job. Great win. I don't care how it happens. As long as we get the W, I'm straight. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Let's go out to uh, Owen real quick. Hello, Owen. Welcome. You're on Falcons Flyover. Hey guys, listen, y'all better be glad we ain't ha- we ain't got back Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Let's laugh about that. This the Ritter man. Hey, this guy is a young quarterback. Yeah. He could have easily been shooken out the out the what happened. Thank but you. This guy yep. showing me something, man. Precisely. When he has a low, he stays at the same level that he's always at, and come back and make a good play. Now the play that I real the player that I really want to get on get some get on someone about is London. He did he did a boo boo play again this year. He fumbled the ball last year when he made when he made the interception. Then he runs out of bounds and tries to do this cardiac move and costs us a da- a turnover. That's not Riddle's fault. No. Nope. And the last thing I'm gonna say, nobody has given our head coach any credit today. He actually called a good game today. He did not put Ritter up in arms today. He called a very good game today. Right. Nobody has expounded on that. Thank you for just taking my call. All right, I appreciate it. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, David Archer caught up with uh, – got to pick up a key sack towards the uh, end of the game. David Archer caught up with uh, David Onyemata. Dave, this was a slugfest. Did you have an idea that that was the way it was going to kind of play out? Definitely. Just watching film, you, uh, we've seen that over the last couple of weeks. That's what they've been doing. And, uh, you know, just we have ways in which we're going to, you know, uh, get to them and affect them in, in, in various ways. But uh, 
you know, it, it was a good game at the end of the day, you know. It's always great when you come out with a win. Tell me about your ability to shut the run game down. Yeah. So other than Baker Mayfield's scramble there at the end, they were unable to run the football. Definitely. It's, it's, it's a group uh, It's a group thing, you know. It's not just us up front. It's uh, it's the linebackers and the DB. Sometimes, you know, you have them coming downhill. So it's 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 a group thing. I think I think we take we take pride in that, you know. Uh, we, 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 take, we take huge pride in that, but... Regardless of how it looked, I think I think we could have done better, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. You always get better. All right, walk me through the play at the end. You get the monster play at the end to force the to force the field goal, the sack on Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think I was in a two eye. Then yeah, I, I kind of blank out out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I really just blank out. But I had a rush and I executed the rush. You know, that's uh, that's kind of what I kind of went off with. Yes, you did. Yes, you put him on the ground. David Onyemata making a play. One more thing for you. Tell me about um, you guys' mindset, knowing that the, the offense is struggling some. They turned the ball over some. Yeah, you guys continue to hold on the rope on defense. You know, uh, the focus for us was uh, coming into this week was was to get the ball. You know, to to create to create turnovers and uh, to to create takeaways ways you know and get the ball on defense and I I think we we, we did a good job on that and uh you know just 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 executing every time wherever whatever opportunity you get to be on the field you, you gotta take advantage of it regardless of how it comes or what the situation is David thanks for your time no problem appreciate that thank you we go we got time for uh, maybe one more call before we go to break let's go out to Gabe hello Gabe thanks for calling Falcons flyover what's up hey what's going on Rob Talk to me, brother. What's up? What's, uh, what's your opinions today? So, uh, I think you know it was a, a good win, like a good divisional win, and it it tested the team. You know, after bouncing back after a rough last week for the offense, and um, you know, I think Desmond takes a lot of slack, man, he for does. you know being a young a young QB. But I think he had a good game today outside of that one boneheaded TD run where, you know, it's, he's young. He's not a running back, so he'll he'll learn. But it's easier to learn with a W than it is with an L. Precisely. And, uh, All right, Gabe, I appreciate I'll, it. I'll, you know, appreciate it. All right, we've got time for one more. Let's go out to, uh, is it Willie? Or it's Wally. Hello, Wally. What's up? Talk to me. Oh. We'll go to Christina now. Hello, Christina. Hey. Talk to me, Christina. What's on your mind? Hey, Rob, I was just calling to tell you that I absolutely love you. You're the only reason I listen to the station. I love you. Oh, I love you, too. You want to go get a coffee? Well, thank you. (laughs) You want to go get a coffee? (laughs) I actually do. I think we could could be really good friends. I really think so. Oh, wow. That's that's very sweet. What would you think about today? Um, I will say this. I think we're okay. I will just say that. I'm going to think positive. That's the way I live life. But I'll say this. I just... Love your show. I love you. Oh, I th- thank you, Linda. I appreciate it. Wow. Throwing Rob Trimble, man. I mean, you've got a girl taking a bath listening to you. You got a you have this? a lot of you got a lot of people who love you, man. I, I you. love this. All right, Linda, we're gonna get that coffee. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back in uh I'm sorry, Christina, not Linda. I'm sorry about that. We'll still get that coffee, Christina. I love you too. Linda was the one who was in the, bo- the bubble she, bath. She's in the bubble bath listening to us. <laughs> What a sexy flyover it is today. It's sexy. Go back, take your calls, and hear from the uh, the guy that kicked the game-winning field goal. You're not booing. You're saying coo. Sports Radio. Sexy Sports Radio. 92.9 The Game. Purr. Now more of the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster. 
the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Pinion will hold. McCullough will snap to win the game for Atlanta. Snap, spot, kick from Koo is away, and it is good. Fly home safely, Atlanta. 16-13 <laughs> is the final in Tampa. Ah, uh, Wes Durham with the call does a great job. Ian David Archer, of course. We're going to hear from uh, Mr. Koo in just a second, but uh, I'm really, uh, I'm very happy with all the female callers we're getting today. We had Linda who uh, listens to the station while taking a bath. Christina professing her undying love for me, and it's not unrequited love. Christina, I love you too. I've been in those relationships where the love was unrequited, and it's and it's cruel. But uh, and now we have Ashley. Hello, Ashley. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good, good. Yeah, so I heard a lot tonight, but I didn't hear how much the defense did for us today. Well, they and I'm just saying the defense. I've been a I've been a season ticket holder for 15 years. Yeah, and the defense did so good today. They did. Like somebody needs to give a shout out to the defense. I agree. I appreciate your call, Ashley. Oh, we have been. We've been talking about how good the defense has been. I, I, I was saying to start the show, this is actually this is the type of defense you can win playoff games with, pure and simple. Give up the occasional big play, that's going to happen. That happens in the NFL, pure and simple. All right, Mr. Koo with the game winner, David Archer, caught up to the former Georgia Southern Eagle. What a battle these are usually are between these two division opponents. What were your thoughts on the sidelines as you watch this one play out? You know, I knew it was going to be a close one, um, but I know when it was going to come down to it, I had all the faith in the unit, so uh, we're ready to go. Yeah, just uh, it looked like it was a game that you guys were going to win going away. Ball got turned over a few times. When you start getting in that situation, your mindset is so good, you're so calm. Tell me what you're thinking there as they kick their field goal, knowing you guys had 45 seconds left. Yeah, it's plenty of time. We had three timeouts at that point with 45 seconds to go, and we've been in this situation before, and our offense is, you know, really good when in that situation. We've been really good, and we drive down the field. Um, plenty of uh, plenty playmakers. We, you know, they did a great job getting in the field goal range, and obviously defense has to do a good job of keeping them out the end zone. So um, it's, it's a team win for sure. Well, the range begins to keeps going out. It seems like it seems like you can hit it no matter where they put you on the field. You're going to nail it. Was there an idea in your mind based on the conditions? Look, they were pretty good. Was there an idea where you needed to be before you could knock that one through? Yeah, I mean. Um, Usually it's just like 45, 40, you know, in that situation, you know, end of second half. Um, oh no, end of second half or first half, just get it on the 40, 45 and just let it rip in that situation, you know, and I have all the faith. And as always, Liam and Bradley does a great job in that situation. So, um, you know, they just made it easy for me. I believe you are now 19 of 20 on the year. Phenomenal percentages. You're knocking them through. Can you give any idea to the fan out there what that mindset is for you, the ice water in your veins as you get ready to go win a football game? You know, um, I learned early in my career that it doesn't matter what you have done or what you haven't done. Um, it matters what you do now. And um, we're going to enjoy this one, but come tomorrow, it's back to work, and it's a one-week season. So it's a neutral mindset, and uh, this one's going to be behind us, and uh, we move forward. we got the best in the league, folks. Young Waiku, thanks, bro. Thank you. I'm telling you, what, what a what a asset that is to have. How many teams seem like they can never find a kicker? No matter what's going on, they just can't seem to get that position right. And we're we were in a great we've been in great shape for about a decade now with Matt Bryant now uh Young Way Koo kicks the game winner today, fifty one yards to give the Falcons that sixteen to thirteen victory to improve to four and three, getting ready to head to Nashville 
take on the uh, Titans next week. Let's go back out to the phones on the Falcons flyover. All right, let's go to Chief. Hello, Chief. Welcome. Finally, I haven't got a chance to get on a flyover with Big Rob Clipper. <laughs> now, no, no, Rob, a quick comment for you. You yep. know, I've been trying to get you to be part of Squid Nation for a long time, and the women, they love you. Could you imagine if you were part of the nation right now? I mean, I'd bring the women it. with me. <laughs> all the women with you. All I'm, boy, I'm telling you, me and Squid would love you for that. I'm telling you, bring all the women with you. But quick comment. I love that we win. Yeah. I don't care how we do it. I'm just like Mel. Like I told everybody, I'm like Mel from South West Atlanta. Just win, baby. Just, just win, win, baby. All right, Chief. I appreciate you, man. No, I'm going to keep the women to myself. I'm not going to give them to Squid. What the hell kind of a deal is that for me? All right, let's go to a DK. DK, welcome. What's on your mind? Hey, Rob. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, listen, sir. we got the win today. That's all that matters, baby. And listen, I don't have no negative comments. I'm more critical of the coaching and the play calling rather than a Ritter. I just think Ritter will get better. You know what I'm saying? He, the more he plays, the more adversity he, he faces, he's going to get better. It's just the coach cannot put him in a situation where you're expecting him to throw the ball 40 and 45 times a game and, and thinking that it's going to work out well. Let's not put him in a situation for him to succeed. We got the run-pass ratio today was excellent. And it needs to always be, you know, I think like that. Because Patterson coming coming back helped out. The way we was able to run, it opens up the uh, – you know, the the feel for for uh Pitts and Drake right. and tight end and all of them. But really get better, hopefully, sooner than later. But we just gotta you can't have him trying to he's not a gunslinger like that, you know. That's not part of his skill set. But if you keep him at if you manage his pitch count thirty thirty and under, I think it puts us in a better situation to win. You might be right. I, pre- gotta- I appreciate you, DK. I'm sorry, i got to get to some other callers. Yeah, I could, I could live with those numbers right there. But it's also good to at least see if you can function where you do have to throw the ball 40 times. You never know. Those days are going to come up. He's got to learn how to do everything. we we got to see what he can do, and then you can calibrate the playbook according to what his abilities are. All right, let's go to Alexander. Hello, Alexander. Rob, hello. And um, Ritter is good enough to where he gives me an opportunity to stay in the game every week. Right. But he isn't good enough now, or maybe he will be good enough to give me a chance to win every week. And so because of that, Arthur Smith has to do a better job of coaching this guy. The throws that he makes, the inaccuracies as far as timing, that's because of the offense. And I gotta at this point, I gotta give it. I gotta give more off the Smith to get him better. With that stated, today I think we really identify what our team is. We're better when we run between the tackles and we play really good defense. Um, we gotta stop those turnovers and yep. errors in the red zone. We gotta stop that. All right, A Alexander. Gotta let you go. Get you some other callers. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, but at least you got two takeaways also to kind of offset the uh, the three turnovers. So you're kind of a, a minus one in that. Who else we got? Is that that's it for the calls, isn't it? Chip. Let's go to Chip. Hello, Chip. Welcome. 
Hey, man, uh, glad about the win. Um, I ain't really got nothing negative to say other than that the offensive line got to do better, brother. We're getting too many penalties. We got to protect Riddle. We know that he's a rookie quarterback. Uh, he's doing what is asked of him. He's still making a few mistakes. But this offensive line got to do better. Uh, they got the block. I saw the defense on the other side just, I mean, I mean, they were just all over us, man. So the offensive line got to get better. Other than that, enjoy your show. All right, appreciate it. You know, Garrett, it's, it's kind of interesting to me. A lot of people complain about, quote-unquote, Arthur Smith's play calling. Well, a lot of times you got to execute the play that's uh, been drawn up. If you execute it, then it's a good play. Sometimes you can look at personnel issues and wonder what the hell is going on, but I wonder if you ask anybody what do they mean by Arthur Smith's play calling. Because you know how things become buzz phrases and buzzwords that are just automatically accepted by the masses because they're too lazy to do any research on their own and to cross-examine that notion that's being put forth. Can they... They can't. They can't. Well, most of the time, it. they can't expound upon it. No, and you know, it's just something. I'm not where, saying DK couldn't necessarily. I'm just saying in general. No, I no, no. no. He just and we're not taking a shot in my head. Yeah, but it's like you you have people who who make comments like that. It, it, they know that something's wrong, but they can't put their finger on it. Right. It's that kind of thing, because there are so many factors involved in a football game, in football in particular, like compared to any other sport. There are so many active variables on any given play. Right. And well, you got 11 pieces. And everybody needs to do their job in order for you to pick up. And if one yards. guy doesn't, the whole thing could collapse. Yeah, and, and look, and, and and successful plays can most plays aren't designed to score like that. And that's yeah. like another thing that people don't understand as well. They think that every play can be all, all of a sudden just turn into a touchdown. No, some right. plays just go four yards, and they need every single person to do their job perfectly in order for them to pick up four yards. And if you lose, if you have a left guard who doesn't seal properly, right. or you have him who doesn't pull properly. You or he's one not... foot. He's one foot too slow in getting exactly. somewhere. And, and and the most people. One I'm step. not saying, and I'm not going to say that I'm like some expert or anything like on that. I, I I consider myself a pretty knowledgeable football fan. But at the same time, it's like that's the kind of thing you see on film. It's hard to see on Sunday afternoons when you're just sitting on your couch. Yeah, but you know something's wrong, mm-hmm. and so you just blame the coach. But my God, people were four and three. Four and three. If I told you, if I you've if got I two, and ask, two and zero oh in the division. If I went around and asked every Falcons fan before the season if they yeah. were good with four and three with a two and zero oh division record, with a two and zero oh division record, I think they would be. In, yeah, that's pretty good. And at four and three, you're in first place in the division too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still frustrated about the game last week, but that's what winning you know, solves everything. Remember, and that's, I feel what, a little that's bit how better. I that's how I started the show today. I go. The way they won the game today makes you even more upset with how they lost the game right. last week. Now right. I'm more pissed off about last week than I am about being happy about the win today, and i got to be better than that. But you got to be happy at 4-3. And, three. and uh, you got to remember one thing, too, and Garrett was talking about, you know, not every play is designed to be a touchdown. That's true. And a lot of people that I watch football with, if you're running the ball and you're getting two yards here, three yards there in the uh, first half, I go, these are gut punches. These are gut. It's like a, it's, it's a body blow in boxing. You tire people out. You tire out the defense. They get tired of tackling. The next thing you know, you're going to bust a big play, a big run play, or something off a play action. So even a a three-yard gain on a run in the first half is not a trash play. It is something uh, actually constructive. If you look at the big picture of the game, people can't seem to grasp that notion. All right, going to come back, look ahead to next week. Leading up to Sunday Night Football, final segment, Falcons flyover. I'm Rob Trouble, Sports Radio, 1990 Game.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and ATT at tmobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.